Before we dive into the dumpster fire, we got to tell you about something special. The Christian Standard Bible. Kyle? Matt and I both use the Christian Standard Bible in our preaching and in our personal devotions, and we would encourage you to do the same. So visit csbible.com for more information, but for now, let's cue that guitar riff. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a podcast exploring church revitalization, church planting, and other Southern Baptist goodies we come up with on the fly. I'm Matt Hensley, pastor of May Hill Baptist in the top of the mountains of Southern New Mexico. I'm joined here by Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman of First Baptist Church, Alamogordo, down here in the desert, right next to Satan himself. (laughs) We're both pastoring fantastic churches in Southern New Mexico, having a blast doing it, but also wading through the waters of church revitalization, and we are thrilled uh, that you pulled up a chair today uh, to listen as we discuss a little bit about what we're learning through the mistakes we're making, through things we're trying to incorporate into our ministries. And so the first thing we got to get out of the way, Kyle, is how is your family? Uh, we're doing well. Things have slowed down a tick after basketball and uh, some other stuff that we had going on. So uh, for the next little bit, anyway, things have, things have slowed down. Got get get a little bit of a break, which I probably won't last, right? Because something else will come up. And of course. The, the the things that happen, getting ready for a a nine year old birthday party here before too long. So and start, so yours are now what? Nine? Uh, so they'll be they'll be ten and nine ten. when when Haley turns nine uh, mid April. So we still got a little bit, but but she's <laughs> she's already got ideas and and thoughts every single day about what her birthday yeah. should be. Yeah. So. What. What is it going to be right uh, now? Like, does it change every day? So, Ours go back yeah, and forth. Okay. Yeah, so uh, usually it goes back and forth between a skating party, which she did last year, or um, Chuck E. Cheese. Don't invite so, me to the skating so, okay. party. Well, really either one <laughs> So Chuck E. Cheese yeah, is basically yeah, hell, yeah, like, yeah, but on goes, earth. Yeah, that's right. Yep, if there's goes, books heaven on earth, that, that is yep, hell on earth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's close. Uh, we, we celebrated another birthday, so right now it's easy. We have 7, 8, 9, and 10. <laughs> and uh, it's beautiful, except yep. for the fact that soon it'll be 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, man. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Y'all, y'all be praying for me. <laughs> you know, I, so I joke that the next 10 years for, for us aren't going to be super pleasant because we have we have 9 and 10, yeah. right? Um, but 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 we, we get out of that sooner than, than you do. So, <laughs> yeah. why why do you have you're you're supposed to edify a brother right. in Christ, right? But of course, um, I don't do that to uh, you. Either, so. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but yeah, we're doing okay. Our our uh, youngest, littlest, uh, G, she had her seventh birthday, and it was a tangled birthday right. party. And uh, I was pretty proud of myself. Found on Amazon uh, some yellow. Twizzlers to be, yeah. is it Rapunzel, I think? Okay. I think it's yeah. Rapunzel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Long hair, Rapunzel. whatever. It was supposed yep. to be, you know, her ponytail yeah. that I guess we chopped off. I don't know. It's kind of did, morbid. Did, did you go as Flynn Rider? Who? Have you not seen Tangled? No, I haven't seen oh. it. No. So they, they watch these movies or whatever, and I go to sleep. Like, the second <laughs> they come on, like, it's... it's. So so I think, here's here's my hashtag unpopular opinion, I think Tangled was better than Frozen. That's that's that was my I don't that was, think you're that was my dad uh, girl dad opinion. Though that oh. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, I don't want to talk about Frozen because then those songs get stuck in my head. There's a new one coming out. Let it's it go. Be bad. Let it go. Yeah, I'll let it go. Let go. Let God. Uh, 
had that book when I was growing up. Uh, so what what about uh, Alamo? How's how's the church going? Uh, things are going have well. Have you closed the doors yet? No, we've not no? closed the doors nice. yet. Um, Praise you know, the Lord. You know, as we shared last week, um, January hit us hard with, with the flu season. So so hopefully that's kind of settled. Um, and Until the I mean, next just, round. Oh, man. And, and, but just, just trucking along in, in church revitalization, loving on folks, um, seeing new faces, seeing new guests almost every week, and, and just looking for ways to love on them and, and plug them in as we can. So, yeah, awesome. th- things are going well. Um, 2018 is in full force, okay. as crazy as it is. And uh, so, you know. We, uh, yeah. We're doing awesome. We, we had Good. a very lean uh, month as we talked about last week, uh, both of us did uh, with uh, with attendance and in our case giving, uh, we we had a great last month in in yeah. December, January like even that out. So yeah. we're yeah. kind of back to square one. Uh, so hopefully February turns back uh, yeah. upward and uh, before you know we start um, really worrying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we've uh, I, I think I'm probably by. Uh, I don't know. I'm still midway through chapter one of Mark. Like we're, we're going a <laughs> lot right. slower than cool. I anticipated, yeah. uh, but there's just so much there, and I don't want to rush through it either. Yeah. Uh, Psalms, on the other hand, we we are taking one chapter every week. Yeah. Uh, whether that's easy or not, we're just kind of looking over overall. What was awesome, though, is a couple of weeks ago, we had Jesus being tempted in the morning, and then in the evening, we had David with his trusting and, and trials. Oh, and I, I mean, That's cool I couldn't have planned it. No, it's if, awesome. I, I mean, I wanted to take Love credit it. of it. I've just, you know, if I'm that smart, y'all y'all have another it's, problem. It's, it's almost but, like the whole Bible works together. You would think. It, it's, it's amazing, like, right? Who, who'd have like, thought it? Like, it was, it was fantastic. Like, so we're grateful for that. But those are going well. We're, we're doing awesome. And uh, I know that you battled a little sickness earlier this yeah. year. We've talked a little bit about what we were reading. And yep. uh, I've been dominating you in that category. So I'm yep. wondering about this one. We haven't talked about this. How are you doing on the whole workout thing, Mr. Swole? Um, so the flu knocked us out. And we missed, uh, Michelle and I missed two whole weeks there. So uh, we're now back um, a little over a week back into it. And uh, it's that that's hard. Like, like I thought, oh, you know, it's not that big a deal. I'll just be able to jump right back into the diet and, and the exercise. And the thing is, when we felt awful, we ate awful. Yeah. I mean, we ate really good, but, but we ate awful. And, um, and so all that it, it, came together it, at once. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Uh, so it's been, it's been rough. I think what you're saying is, I mean, you can put it on the sickness or whatever, yeah. but just across the board, it, you know who the the king is. Yes, it, it yeah. is me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. I, I got like two hundred and ten yeah. miles oh, of oh. running, and uh, which was the most I've run since February of twenty seventeen. That, that might have been more than I drove last month. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to drive more. Yeah, that's drive. right. No, we, we messed up on that last week, uh, but uh, things are going well. I'm working out. Uh, I, I'm still trying to drink twice as much uh, water as I do coffee. Okay. I've learned that the only day not to do that is Sunday. That, it's a bad day to do it. So I don't do it Sunday, but every other day I do it. And uh, all, all the other stuff, I haven't had any sweets except for my nightly dum-dum. And okay. so I'm feeling pretty. Cool. And I had a birthday in there, so I, I yeah. ate some cake that day. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm chucking along. And, and so I'm grateful. God has given me. Uh, just a great start to this year, some perseverance there that I don't normally have, yeah. and so I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, but last week, we talked about prayer, and by this time, yeah. you're probably praying for Kyle and I. 
to, uh, anyway, to you shut up to, and move yeah, on. Yeah, to that's move right. on. Like, we're, we're tired of this. Uh, and uh, we, we talk about how it doesn't need to be the last resort right. of our church. It, it should be there when it is our last resort, right. but we shouldn't wait right. until we're at the end of our rope. It needs to be the lifeline of our church, how we need to model prayer in our own lives, how it doesn't need to just be a filler in between a worship set or a song or, or whatever it might be. But we have to set the stage for how prayer needs to be the heartbeat of our right. church. Well, we transition a bit, but in, in a sense, I think also prayer would be related because what we're talking about today is loving the church's remaining members. Right. And at some time, uh, and sometimes you might need a little prayer for that. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, they, they might be difficult or there might right. be some deep seated hurt, you know, there that they had in the past. And so you right. have to dive into that as you come into a new work and prayer better be your first yeah. line of defense before you try yeah. and, and dive into this. So Kyle, start us off. Tell, tell us about this second imperative of reclaiming glory, you know, church revitalization, church right. replanting, loving the church's remaining members. Right. So. Oftentimes, church replanting, church revitalization is going to look a whole lot like it would in a church plant. This is one of the major exceptions to that because in a church planter, and I've, ne I've never been a church planter. I know, I know you have. I've known, I've known a lot of friends that, that have. But, it, but in a church plant, I mean, you're going in and in a lot of cases, either you've, you've handpicked your launch team so you, you know well <laughs> right right so you know yeah. all these people yeah. or you you at least have a good idea of who's coming with you yeah it's a fresh and, start right it, it is very much a fresh start in, in a church revitalization that's not the case you are going to inherit people just just like you're going to inherit buildings uh you're going to inherit maybe some debt you, you're going to inherit people and in the middle of replanting or revitalization and, and doing seeing, seeing God do something brand new in this church, you're going to have these remaining members. Oftentimes, and this was certainly the case here, the, the, the folks who stuck around through awful days in the church's history. And so, so you're going to have folks in leadership positions that, that may or may not have the, um, the qualities you're looking for. To, to fill those leadership roles, but they're already there and you inherit them. And, and, and you really have one of two ways you can go about this. You can say, okay, th these are probably not the people I would plug into these roles, but they're the people who are here. Or you can go at it from, from the complete different role and say, basically, I'm going to clean house. I'm going to blow things up and, and get these folks out of here. In which case you're probably not going to be the pastor there for very long. Yeah. So, so you inherit these people, right? Some that will love you immensely, some that are probably wondering how long it is until you pack up and run. Mm -hmm. and, and so what do we do with that? We've got to love them. We've got to pastor them as much as we're called to pastor anyone else. And we'll talk here in a, in a couple of weeks about the importance of, of reaching young men, young families when it comes to uh, revitaliz revitalization. But the fact is you've got to 
love those people who've stuck around and, and are a part of the church. And you also have to remember, too, that those are the ones that stuck around for, for a reason. Right. And and so we, it's easy, and we'll dive into that when we talk about, you know, younger families and all of yeah. that. It's easy, and, and I have to be careful with this. You know, we've we've got young sure. families that are starting sure. to come, and all of that's great. It's easy for me to kind of latch on to, to that and right. really lead them well and invest right. my, my time in them. Yeah. But then I, I miss out on what truly is the backbone Right. That church, and that backbone may have been crumbling. I mean, there may have been yeah. some fault lines there, but that is still what remained in in the church. Right. So you have to be careful not to alienate them to go after the right. you know, the young folks and the and, people that are going to bring in more and, life. And so keep in mind, right? So so this is the first church that I've served. Uh, I, I'm 34, and, and welcome to the club. You, yeah. you just turned 34 a few weeks ago. Feel so old. Um, yeah. So, but but this is the first church where I'm not the youngest person in the room. My wife is five days older than me. And so there've been churches where, where either as the youth pastor or in, in the last church I served as a pastor, I was often the youngest person in the room as the mm-hmm. pastor. That's not the case here. So, so now we've got some young Air Force couples that have come in that are in, in their early 20s. Um, and so in our Sunday school class, I, Michelle and I are among the older people in there, which is a, a great, um, change for us. It's a lot of fun to be able to invest in these younger families. But at the same time, I've got folks that are my grandparents' age mm-hmm. that, that are a part of this church that have been for a long time, that are still strong um, financial supporters of, of the ministry that goes on here. And if you neglect that segment of the population, you do so to your own demise. So, so what does this look like, right? So, I mean, so we're talking about loving the church's remaining members. We know that in, in John 13, 35, Jesus said, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another, right? So, so one of the things I've been telling our folks as we've been uh, wrapping up First John, which is heavy on love, is, is he could have said any number of things mm-hmm. there. He didn't say, you know, they'll know you're my disciples by how much scripture you know, by how often you're in the church pews. He said, you'll know They'll know you're my disciples by how you love one another. Can can yeah. I disrupt you for a sure. second? My ADD sure. took over. <laughs> I, I preached this text at one of the churches I served as a youth pastor yeah. once, and I got up and I quoted it like six times in a row, and I said, by this everyone will know that you're my disciples if you hate one another. And I said it over. I was making oh, a okay. point. Yeah. I said it over and over, and finally somebody up, that's not how it goes! <laughs> <laughs> and completely and, destroyed my... So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and, and, so, <laughs> and so just a couple of weeks ago, like I was preaching through First John, and and we talked about the love that God has for us and the love that we're supposed to have one to, for others, and the way that... Christ connects those two things in the great command in Matthew 22. And and I just said, look, there are a lot of things that we're going to fall short of as a congregation. There are going to be there are going to be other churches in town who do who put on a better better programs. Youth, right, children, sure. All of that. Sure, that that we we don't have the bodies, the, the personnel right now to staff some of those ministries. I said, but guys, we can love one another as well as anybody in the world. In fact, if we're if we're not loving one another, we're missing out on on what it means to be a disciple of Christ. So, as we look at that from a pastoral standpoint, you've got to love on your folks. So so what does that look like? I mean, obviously that's going to look like making some visits, right? And and that's hard, at least for me, that's that's probably the hardest thing is to work in that on top of discipling, which we'll, we'll get to in a couple of weeks, yeah. on top of um, 
planning and, and writing messages and, and all that. But we live in a wonderful age where we can stay connected with folks in all kinds of ways. So, yeah, you can go spend an afternoon or two a week in somebody's homes. But even a simple thing of, of, of writing a note to somebody mm-hmm. saying, hey, I'm praying for you. Or, or in our wonderful world of text messaging, you know, you can do pastoral care, not exclusively, but you can do a lot of it through text messaging. I, I did that this morning when I got to the office. I sent, I sent several text messages out just checking on folks. Hey, I know you had some tests run yesterday. How's that going? Um, lady got put on some new medication. How, how's that making you feel? And just letting them know, hey, I'm, I, I care. I have not forgotten about you. Yeah. So, so how do you do that? What does that look like in, in your I can context? tell you one time where I messed up. Okay, Because Please I do. did what you just, because I've, I've often said how perfect I am. This right. was a one mistake oh, okay. well off me. <laughs> but uh, we, we had a member uh, that lost an in-law. Mm. When I think of that, I don't think of close. Okay. I, I mean, that's just, you know, the, the joke side of that, right. you know, not not getting along with right. it. Just I don't often think of you know an, an in law. I, I don't know very many people that are very close right. with an in law. And so someone had passed away. We prayed for him. I sent a Facebook message, you know, praying for you. Let me know if there's anything yeah. you know we can do. I knew they were traveling, and and there was other reason why I sent the the message instead of you know calling or visiting. Right. Uh, found out that I deeply hurt them because I did not go okay. and visit with them and, and okay. pray with them because they were very close. Yeah. And and so it was, one, a reminder that not everybody is as messed up as me, right. you know, <laughs> as screwed yeah. up as me. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's also a reminder that depending on the age or the demographic of that person, yeah. the Facebook message may be great for someone like us. Right. Like I would, I would personally right. rather somebody send me a text and say, "Hey, I'm praying for you today," than somebody calling me or stopping or at my just, house. Just dropping an unannounced, right? Yeah. But our older generations often, more often right. than not, prefer the being in the house. Yeah. You know, going checking on them. Visit, right. Of course, going to the hospitals. You know, make oh, all that. Yeah. So there, there have been areas where that taught me very recently. How I have to, you know, loving also means knowing right. the remaining church right. members. Yes. So somebody that's 30 years old, I need to know that, yeah, I can do a little more um, informal pastoral care. Somebody that is 80, I'm going to have to do a little more formal right. pastoral care. Right. So we're, we're running out of time. Anything yeah. else you want to add? Um, yeah. So, so Mark uh, Clifton will touch on this as well, and, and that is that one of the ways we love on them is by warming their hearts to the gospel, r- reminding them over and over and over again what the gospel is. So for, for us, I know a lot of times that's going to look like preaching exegetically, preaching through books of the Bible, and, and we don't have time to dive into all that. We, we've talked mm-hmm. preaching some yeah. in, in previous episodes. Um, but, but that's one way we love on folks, right? Because that's giving them what they need ultimately. Now, certainly when they're in the hospital, they need somebody to come pray with them. Yeah. When, when they've lost a loved Speaking one, a hamburger. right. Yeah. When, when, when they've, when they've lost a loved one, you know, you can go, even if I'm not doing the funeral, I'll go and, and, and be Listen, there as yeah. often as possible. Um, but one of the ways we do that as pastors is we, we teach them the ultimate things, which of course is the gospel. And, and I know we're out of time. Uh, so get, and we, we've talked about this before, get reclaiming glory by Mark Clifton. Um, he'll, He'll walk you through all this and more. If we can do anything for you, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, um, and we'll share 
we can share a whole lot about what not to do. We, yeah. we might even be able to share a thing we, or two. About we could have an entire some, uh, episode on that. <laughs> Actually, maybe a whole series. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but if you're not, uh, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, whatever podcast feed you use. Visit us at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com or on Facebook under Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast. But until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you proclaim. You got it. We got it. He's getting it after all. Have a great day. God bless and love on your church, folks. Love you guys.